local guests. And our next great local guest is Monsignor Hugh Marin. Marin. Which way? Anyway, Marin will do fine. Marin will do fine. All right. That's awesome. So Marin, um, and he is the pastor at All Saints. And I can tell we have an hour in store for us. So here we go. He is the pastor at All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody. And we are grateful that you are here. We know that all good things begin with prayer. Would you be willing to lead us in a prayer for the next hour? I will. Uh, This is the month of March. Uh, Next weekend is St. Patrick's Day. Did you know that? I did, So (laughs) how about a little Irish blessing in the beginning of this? Love it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May the patron of Ireland, St. Patrick, protect us and joy, peace, and love forever surround us. May God hold us dear and guard us with care and our Lord ever near us to answer each prayer. May Our Lady, the angels, the martyrs of yore, see nothing but peace and happiness come through our doors and the blessing of Almighty God upon us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit protect us and keep us always in his love. Amen. 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 All right. So again, we are in day one of our pledge drive. You are listening to the Celebrate Your Faith Spirit Drive on 1160 AM Catholic Radio. And the purpose of this drive is to raise money in order to keep Catholic Radio strong in the Atlanta area. And uh, when we do this, we get to bring in great local guests. And our next guest is Monsignor Hugh Marin, and he is the pastor at All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody. And, you know, Monsignor, normally whenever we... uh, do a pledge drive, and I have a priest before me. We ask for their vocation story, and every so often we have a young man or an older man call in and say they're more seriously considering the priesthood because of what they've heard um, through the vocation story. So can we start out with a with a vocation story? Oh, by all means. Uh, I grew up in Ireland, by the way, um, and uh, in a place called Sligo, County Sligo. It's in the northwest of Ireland. Uh, Went to the local school there. And uh, my uncle was a priest in uh, the Society of African Missions. It was a society founded by Marion de Bresiac, who was a French priest in the 1800s. And uh, my brother, my uncle was uh, a priest in that society. So After finishing grade school and entering high school, they had what they call a junior seminary if you're interested in in going into that order. So I went there and having completed high school there, I went on to a novitiate in Galway, County Galway. And then after that, I went to the major seminary in a place called County Down. It was called Drummontine. It's closed now, but it's a fabulous retreat center for anyone who wants information on it. And uh, after a number of years there, uh, they told me that they didn't think I was, uh, my temperament would be cut out for community life. (laughs) You know. And uh, so they were encouraging me that maybe I should go to the major Irish seminary for the diocese in Maynooth. And uh, I didn't uh, want to do that particularly at that time. And so I took a little break uh, for a couple of years, uh, worked in England, 
And uh, then I finally uh, wrote into uh, a seminary in Waterford, St. John's. It is also now closed. And I just wrote and told them that uh, I'd finished most of my studies for the priesthood. And if a bishop was uh, wanting someone to consider a candidate for his diocese, I'd be happy to do so. Now, it was very interesting when the SMA fathers, they're a wonderful society. They're really great. The Society of African Missions gave me a great education. And uh, uh, when I when they told me I wasn't suitable uh, in terms of my temperament, and they were right. I once said they were perfectly right. So when I came home, uh, my mother said, uh, oh, what went wrong? And I says, well, they told me that uh, I hadn't... Uh, a proper temperament for community life. And she says, uh, I could have told them that from the beginning. <laughs> Saved all that time. <laughs> and then she said, uh, what took them so long? And I says, well, your brother, you know, was a member of that society. And I think they, they believed that I was somewhat like your brother. Oh, no, she says, you're nothing like my brother. My brother was a holy priest, not like you, she says totally different and you cannot you cannot replace what family tells you they are they're, they they are so great uh, the story is told about uh saint Teresa of Lisieux when she was being canonized um you know her own sisters were there because she was canonized about 25 years after her death and the story is told about how one of the reporters uh, was talking to one of her sisters and uh, said to her, uh, this must be a great day for you to know that your sister is being canonized. To which she said, no one asked me about her. Mm. So <laughs> family is so important yeah. uh, to keep our feet on the grounds. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, after writing into uh, St. John's in Waterford, uh, there was a priest visiting there from this diocese, uh, Monsignor uh, P.G. O'Connor, he was responsible for a lot of Irish vocations here in the diocese. And uh, he happened to be visiting that week that my letter arrived and he came out and he interviewed me and uh, asked me would I consider Atlanta and I told him yes, I had no reason not to. So I uh, went back into the seminary for a few more years and came out here then as a deacon in uh, 1975 permanently to make sure everything would go right and was ordained in 1976 in Ireland. Wow. So for the last 44 years, I've been here in Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And have enjoyed it tremendously. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the course of the diocese has changed much in that time. When I came here, I think there was about 100,000 Catholics and about 80 priests. Now we're coming on somewhat like a million Catholics, close to a million, and uh, with somewhat 280 priests. Yeah. Uh, and the faith, the Catholic faith, is very much alive in the South here. They're, they're great people, and I've been in a variety of parishes. I've been in Central Georgia, North Georgia, West Georgia, Sent uh, in downtown Atlanta. Presently, I'm in Dunwoody. I don't know what part of Georgia you would call that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, uh, the Catholics here are great. They're very committed to their faith. They're very generous. And uh, it's, marvelous to, it's, it's marvelous to be uh, in a diocese like this. And, and our priests are great. Our priests are great in this diocese. So 
God blessed me by having me come to Atlanta. He really oh, did. He and he really blessed did. us by having you come to Atlanta as well. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah, thank what, you. A, what a wonderful um, priest, I can tell. You. you know, I come from Kansas City, so I'm not part of the diocese but or the archdiocese, but I can definitely tell that you bring uh, much of God's love um, through um, to, to the Atlanta thank area. You. So. Thank you. So thank you. All right, so we have a shout-out to you already, and that is uh, from Kathy. And Kathy says to tell um, Monsignor Marin that Marin that she supports you. Uh, my daughter-in-law's name is Marin, so I'm oh. probably going to mess it up several times. So, you mean there's someone yeah, listening to yeah. us? I thought it was just the two of us <laughs> here together. What the heck? What the heck, right? I just thought this was all secret between us. Huh? Well, you know, I won't, I won't mention that we have a potential 3.1 million listeners. I, I won't right, mention oh, that at all. Well, so. that'd be good. That'd be- <laughs> all right, so we are grateful that you are on the air, and, uh, and uh, we're here to raise the money for Catholic Radio. And uh, we're going to get an update here because we did have a little bit of a jump with the um, with the St. Bridget Men's Club, who became a founder right before we went to break, and so that gave us thirty four thousand seven hundred and fifty nine dollars so far for today. Thirty four thousand seven hundred and fifty nine dollars, and that gives us six founders. And I didn't go over the housekeeping rules. We just jumped right into your vocation story. So every time that we get a founder, you get to ring the bell. And what's a founder? A founder is a person who says that they will give $100 a month for 36 months or a one-time $3,600 donation. They can break it up anyway. They can $3,600 over three years. So you give $1,200 a year for three years, however you want to do it. You get your name on a plaque here at the station Forever you get bragging rights that you're a founder of Catholic Radio. And Monsignor, you get to ring the bell, which is like our big celebration, right? So we ring the bell if we, oh, if we my, get a founder. My friends and enemies out there, all included, don't <laughs> let me down now. Don't let me down. Don't tell me St. Bridges can be better than all saints. I mean, they've only one saint. We have, we have a whole lot of you together now. Come on. <laughs> Sparked up. It. Don't let me down. Don't <laughs> let me down. You, you don't have to be my friend to support a founder. Just come on in no matter what. I By all it. means. Ah, yes. yes. I love it. We also have some others besides St. Bridget Men's Club. We have Julie and Julietta and Denise and Janet and Betty that have called in as founders today. I said, where the heck are the men? And then St. Bridget's Men's Club joined. So so now we have some men that are part of the Founders Club as well. Wonderful. It wonderful. Is wonderful. It's all for good. And you ring the bell. We also ring the bell every time we get to a $10,000 mark. So right now you've got your work cut out for you because we're at $34,759. So that means we need $5,131, something like that. Come on, folks, listen to me. Let me be a bell ringer for a day, just for an hour. Let me be a bell ringer. You Come probably on. rang bells as an altar boy. You know, you I did, did. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. yes. Yeah, so. The bell is the voice of God. Did you know that? It used to be called the Vox Day. The oh, voice really? of God. That's why we used to ring the Angelus, you know, yeah. call people to prayer. Yes. And if you ever go to a monastery, they're ringing bells all over the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. always calling people to, to prayer all the time, which is very important and essential to being a Catholic in terms of our life, you know. Yes, excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, well, we have something here that should really, <laughs> besides your, your call 
uh, out there to all of the listeners to call in. There's also someone named Brendan who says that he will match all monthly donors um, up to $2,000. So if your monthly, do- let's say you give $10 a month, that's $120 over 12 months. It becomes $240 because Brendan matches it. So if you give 30, it becomes 720. If you give 40, it becomes 960. So basically your monthly donation is, is multiplied by 12 and then Brendan will match it. He'll double it up to $2,000. Good for Brendan there. Good for, and a good <laughs> Irish name right there. Oh, Brendan. yes. So, St. Brendan, I mean, it's misguided. He was the first one to land on American soil. Yeah? He was. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. St. Brendan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saint I Brendan. like it. I like it. Okay, so the other thing is that Cor- Cora, I won't say the last name, um, she's on jury duty, and uh, she walked out of jury, jury duty to call, and she wants to say hi to Monsignor um, Marin. Cora so, is wonderful. Uh, Cora and her husband is uh, our newest deacon at All Saints, Hedy. He- they are wonderful. Actually, uh, <clears throat> Cora works very much with the, uh, with the Legion of Mary. Okay. And uh, people don't know this, that uh, next year... It's the 100th anniversary of the Legion of Mary. Really? It was founded by Frank Duff in Ireland, Dublin. Okay. <laughs> and it is also the largest Catholic organization in the world. Wow. The Legion of Mary. And there is no diocese uh, in the world that the Legion of Mary is not belong to. They're in every diocese in the world. Wow, Isn't I had amazing? no idea. I That's had no right. idea, really. There, there are small groups in, uh, there are usually uh, small groups in in particular uh, parishes, but uh, added all together, they're the, today they're the largest Catholic organization in the world. I had no they idea. Yes. Wow, and they do and such they, good things. Oh, they're fabulous. They're yeah. fabulous. They're very deep prayer life and they visit the sick and pray with the homebound they're wonderful. Yeah. They're wonderful. Really great organization. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so um, we know, we heard heard your vocation story. Um, we know that you're at, at All Saints. How long have you been at All Saints? Eight years now. Eight years. <coughs> so you've been there a while, and you're the, the pastor there. And um, I was looking at your website as we got ready for this, and there were a few things that... Lots of good things going on at your parish. Lots and lots. So don't anybody be offended if I don't bring up yeah. one. It's a very vibrant parish. But there were a few things that, that caught my eye that I don't normally see at other parishes. One was uh, the St. Faustina's Rosary Group. And it said that they pray together. They make rosaries to give away. Um, lots of good things. So That is correct. There's a little group there. And they they, they uh pray and do the mercy chaplet and uh, they make rosaries and uh, I have a a mission in Ghana Uh, I work with uh, it's called Ghana Friendship Project we do a lot of work there in in Ghana we have built a high school there under the 501c3 called Clap for Jesus Uh, we're just uh, a few months ago after dedicating a church uh, there and uh, it's in uh, and also in the little village or it's, uh, probably a, more than a village town of Bibiani there we started there about 17 years ago we sank uh, 20 wells in 15 villages mm-hmm. 
And the diocese is Yosaw, very, very poor diocese, really in the bush bush. And last year in the town of Inchi, working with Monsignor Simon and Father Anthony, uh, opened up a whole big new church, holding about 1,200 people, uh, renovated a school there. But we uh, <clears throat> send out rosaries uh, there uh, and we send out medical supplies and uh, clothing and educational supplies. And actually, uh, this uh, next week, uh, there's a person going over there to visit it and we're going to send uh, with him over a thousand rosaries which they have made. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That really is awesome. And, you know, about how many people are involved to make a thousand rosaries? Well, I never count the people. I just count the rosaries. rosaries. (laughs) But but that's awesome. And it also said that that they make like a little toolbox that people can take it home and make it as a family. How cool is that? Yeah, little kids. Yeah, Yeah. to to make the rosaries with your kids and and really teach them about that. That That's really an awesome ministry to to have going on. Um, You also have a, a Lenten mission coming up March 18th to 20th at the parish. That is correct. Coming up soon. Deacon uh, Rick Medina, he is uh, giving this mission on prayer. And Deacon Rick is wonderful. I work with Deacon Rick. He has Catholic World Mission, and he helps me with the mission in Ghana. But we have also an outreach into uh, Congo. We have built an orphanage there and uh, also build faith communities in India and Sri Lanka and uh, and also I still work very closely with the SMA Fathers the highest part of it one time in vocations and so we help uh, and sponsor uh, their vocation program they have uh, over 300 priests now candidates seminarians studying for the priesthood so we we help them uh, we sponsor them in our in our work yeah and Rick is Rick is very good. Rick Medina is very good in helping us with that. He is. Yeah. Ah, so good. <clears throat> and, and so if people want to come, they can come. It doesn't have to be just your parish, right? They, if they want to come for the... Oh, everyone should come. Yeah. Everyone should. Oh, everyone. Uh, I agree. Everyone is invited <laughs> to the Lord. The Lord welcomed all comers. We welcome all comers. Yes, sure, by all means. And what time? Do you know what time it is? I didn't write down a time. I just wrote down dates. Uh, I believe uh, it's uh, at uh, following the seven o'clock mass. Okay. Yes, we have every evening we have mass at seven o'clock, except on uh, Friday now during Lent we have it at six o'clock because the Knights of Columbus has a big fish fry, yeah. and they says they would like us to have the mass uh, uh, a little earlier. So we do, and uh, but uh, following the mass at seven o'clock there will be the mission. Yeah. Ah. So good. I love that. All right. So lots of good things going on at uh, All Saints Catholic Church in in Dunwoody. And we are talking with Monsignor Hugh Marin. I'm going to get it right. I'm it's telling fine. You, it's, it's lovely. Uh, Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, my like I said, my daughter-in-law, her, her name is Marin. And so I keep wanting to say that, but I know yeah. it's not right. So Monsignor Hugh Marin, he's the pastor at All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody. And uh, we're grateful for him being with us today on Catholic Radio to talk about all kinds of things and to help us to raise money. And he said, come on, you guys have more saints at All Saints than they do at St. Bridget's. So you got to outdo them. And they became their men's group became a founder. So we really want to get a founder from All Saints, right? More than one. 
Oh, we want to get a bunch of them. They're well able to do it. I mean, generosity is part and essential aspect of our Catholic Church, you know. However, the only way you can be generous is if you're humble. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, humility is the greatest. It's the only virtue by which Jesus himself told us to imitate him. He said, learn of me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Mm. And the reason he said that is because unless we're humble, we're always looking over our shoulder about what what's this one going to say about us? What's that one going to think about us? But when we are humble, we're just very conscious of what the Lord thinks about us. We're not worried about what people think about us. Mm. And uh, when we have that virtue of humility, it doesn't become about us. Mm. It becomes about what the Lord wants us to be. And the Lord is always very generous. Mm-hmm. So he, he wants us to be able to uh, to put our gifts and our blessings at the disposal of others, especially in a work like this, which is to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here about. That's what the right. purpose of this is. And right. uh, so it's very important that uh, people support programs like this. Uh, there are a lot of voices out there in the marketplace uh, contrary to the voice of which we preach. And uh, if we do not support a voice like then, this, then there are other voices that will take over. So it's important to be at least competitive with them. And we should be winners because we have the best voice. Uh, there you and go. And the best message I, we have. I, and <clears throat> I, I'm telling you, I, I know that, that um, listening to your brogue is am i saying that correctly i oh, love to listen fine. to i love it do i, I have a brogue oh. never knew i had <laughs> i love it i do i truly love it and i i can't imagine being your parishioner and getting to listen to that for eight years how cool is that so i i really love it 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 brings a joy it has a, a joyful sound so and it's a joyful priest so it makes it makes complete sense it, annie's shaking her head yes she knows it's exactly right so um we are again we are talking with monsignor hugh Mar- Marin. He's the pastor at All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody. He's been very patient with me as I try to pronounce his name correctly. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not that hard of a name. Sometimes I get really hard names. This one's just particularly hard with for me because it's contrary to what I do with my daughter, daughter-in-law. So, um, all right. So, we've been talking with you about a lot of things, some of the things going on. The other thing that I noticed on your website um, is the men's homeless shelter um, that All Saints uh, has a, their la- it said their last night was March is going to be March sixteenth. So I don't know if you know a lot about that or yes, not. we it's it's it has been a long ministry at All Saints. You have uh, a group of men and uh, particularly. <clears throat> Uh, the Knights of Columbus, and also their spouses and wives also help with this. But uh, they make sandwiches, and then they bring it down to one of the night shelters, and uh, they stay stay there all night and help out. Yeah, hmm. that's why. Uh, so, what would be what I'm going to ask? I'm going to ask a question, then give out the number. But what would be the ministry for the overnight? What would you know? Because I think you know most people should be sleeping in the overnight. So what uh, would be that ministry? Well, the overnight, you need someone there to chaperone. supervise uh, and gotcha. chaperone, mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going. If these people coming in at the street, 
you know, if something happens to one of them or they need help, you need someone there always uh, to be there overnight with them. I got gotcha. you. Do. I gotcha. You really do okay. because... Uh, so that's you know, really you on a volunteer basis, huh? All on a volunteer basis. And you don't know, no one knows what uh, the health conditions of them are or what their particular needs are. And so it's very important that when they come in that they know there's someone there to watch for them and everything like that. That's, yes. that's very important. Ah, so good. Okay. All right. So, again, we are trying to raise the necessary funds in order to keep Catholic Radio strong. We have this challenge, couple challenges before us. Um, one is that if we get three callers on the line all at the same time, we're going to give all three callers and Monsignor a $15 Mystic Monk gift card. When we get three callers on the line all at the same time, Monsignor gets to take a $15 Mystic Monk coffee card home with him as well. So who's going to be the hero that calls two of their friends and says we're all going to call in at the same time? Everybody gets Mystic Monk cards, including Monsignor. Can you be that hero? Um, Give us a call at 678-688-4549. The other challenge that we have before us, um, monthly donors are huge, huge for Catholic radio because it really allows for budgeting purposes. Can you imagine living your life without knowing if money's coming in next month or not? But that's kind of what, you know, Catholic radio is just trusting. They started this with, with really true trust in God and, and stepped out in faith and got it going. And now it's up to each of us to keep it going. And so, um, They are asking for more monthly donors so that they can kind of plan on that money coming in. And Brendan has said that he will match all monthly donors up to $2,000 during this hour. So we only have about 25 more minutes um, before we go to break. And so if you could please just be one of those monthly donors and get Brendan to match yours, whether it's $5 a month, then it turns into $120 for Catholic Radio. This, you know, in today's day and age, it's not very often that you can take 5 bucks a month and turn it into $120. That's a pretty cool deal. Um, you know, if you give $100 a month, that's $1,200. It becomes $2,400 for Catholic Radio. Any amount that you give, it will basically be doubled if it's a monthly donation. They'll take it times 12, what you're giving per month, times 12, and then double it up to $2,000. And Brendan has said that he will do that. So if you want to be one of those donors with a pledge of any amount, or if you even want to call in with a one-time donation, whatever you can give, the number to call 678-688-4549. We are at 35 thousand seven hundred and fifty nine dollars so far for today and uh, we could really use your help and if we can get up to forty thousand monsignor rings the bell so who's going to be the hero that lets monsignor ring the bell you could call in and say i'll be that person how much do you need because i did hear a couple of phone calls so we might have some people on the line um and uh so just give us a call whatever amount that you can give can you give all of it to get up to forty thousand or can you give a part of it number to call is six seven eight Six eight eight four five four nine. And Monsignor, we received a, a another prayer request. Um, health. I think it's supposed to be health continuing for health continuing, so as to help many. So, if we could pray for that intention, there's no name on it. Yes. <clears throat> 
Dear Lord Jesus, when you walked the roads of Palestine, people brought to you people who are hurting, who are in need of healing. We remember especially the woman who came to you with a hemorrhage of blood, and she says, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. And so, Jesus, these people now want to reach out and touch the hem of your garment. And as you heal that woman with power coming out of you, we ask you now to touch these people and let your healing balm pour upon them and heal them according to your will. And we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Okay, so again, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Monsignor Hugh Marin, 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 and he is the pastor at All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody, and uh, we're grateful for him being here with us today. I was looking at your parish website, and you had a, a column, and you wrote the following. I'm going to read it to you and then ask you, well, I'll ask you a question about it. It says, Though formed out of the dust, we are destined to live forever, but not on planet Earth. Let us then, during the season of Lent, take good care that we are not living our lives here on Earth as if it was our final camping ground. So can you share with us some of the concrete examples of ways that we can take good care so that we can someday live forever with God in heaven and not on our earthly, you know, camping ground, as you put it? Oh, yeah, like St. Paul himself, writing to the early Christians, he was very much aware of this problem. It's the temptation which we all have. And so in one of his letters to the early church, he says, remember, he says, our citizenship is in heaven. Mm. That's where our citizenship is. And uh, there's a great story in the gospel, and uh, it applies to all of us. Uh, he, uh, The young man comes up to Jesus And he asked Jesus, what must I do to gain eternal life? And Jesus said, keep the commandments. And which ones? And he mentioned them all. And the young man says, I've kept these from my youth. So this this was a real uh, good morally living person, you know. But yet, despite that he kept all of this and uh, lived very high morally, he knew that there was something more in his life that was wanting. And so Jesus said, there is one thing lacking in your life. Go now, sell what you possess, and follow me. And we're told that the young man went away sad. And Jesus then continued how difficult it is for rich people to enter heaven. Mm -hmm. What happened? What was the story about? The God says he had much wealth. But when you examine the story, and this is why we should always meditate on the gospel, we come to realize that in all reality, he didn't have much wealth. It was the wealth that owned him. Mm. And because the wealth possessed him, he himself could not let it go. Mm-hmm. So the big message is that what is it that controls our life? Something is controlling my life and your life and every one of our lives. And so the thing about it is, when I says, make sure that this planet Earth on which we're living is not our final 
camping ground. This is not our lasting city. We are destined. But if we allow anything on this earth to own us, then we have limited our horizon to planet earth. Yes. We must, that's what covenant means to give myself totally. Often people talk about contracts. You know, if I have a contract, it means that, uh, okay, I, well, look at the bell there. I'll give you this bell if you give me $5. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a contract. There's always something between us. But in a covenant, there's nothing between us. Mm-hmm. I give myself to you and you give myself to me. That's what marriage is, a covenant. Mm-hmm. And when Jesus comes, he gives himself to us totally, nothing in between. And he doesn't ask us for anything other than for us to give himself, give ourselves to him. And the way we can only give ourselves to him is basically we show that we give our heart to him by placing the gifts that we have been given and the graces and the talents that we have been given at his disposal. We should remember he doesn't need any of them. Mm. God does not need our praise. He does not need our prayers. Mm. Why does he ask them? He asks them because he knows we need to pray and we need to praise him if we're to become the person we are called to be. He asks us to do this because he knows we need it. Mm. He's quite full in himself. So the idea is basically uh, the temptation is just to look at the world around us rather than have our horizons a little higher. Yeah. And be grateful for uh, grateful for this great life he has given us here on earth. Yes. Oh, yeah, so beautiful, so beautiful. All right, so we have had a few callers since you sat down in the hot seat. We had an anonymous person who called in with a thousand dollars. We had Kathy who gave five hundred dollars. Arlene and John and Cora who all uh, donated. And so we are grateful to each and every one of those. We know that our work's not done. We still have uh, some work to do. And so the number to call is 678-688-4549-678-688-4549. We could really use your help if you would give us a call. We have $35,759 called in so far, $35,759. Seven hundred and fifty-nine dollars. That's with uh, fifty-six donors and six founders. Um, so that's sixty-two people that have participated and said yes. Catholic radio is important to me, and I am willing to give of my treasure. Like you were talking about uh, the rich man who went away sad because he put his trust in the in the worldly things. They're actually saying, okay, I'm going to give up some of my spiritual goods and uh, I'm going to use it towards Catholic radio and let the Holy Spirit work through the airwaves of the quest, which is 1160 a.m. And so can you be the next person? Can you give us a call at 678-688-4549 with a pledge of any amount, whether it's a monthly donation, whether it's a one-time donation, whether you want to become a founder and let Monsignor ring the bell, whatever you can do, just give us a call, 678-688-4549. Monsignor, we were mentioning all of the, the mission trips 
that uh, are going on. And you went on those as well? I went on some of them. I went to um, Jamaica on two occasions with Father Hulang. Uh, he uh, is a founder of the Missionaries of, of the Poor, and uh, he's in several uh, several countries. He's in India, and he's in the Philippines, he's in Jamaica, he's in Haiti, uh, he's in uh, Uganda. Uh, so he, he has a lot of uh, missionary activity, and uh, he's also here in, uh, in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, and they do a wonderful work. They do a wonderful work, really like uh, Mother Teresa's order. They just focus really on the poorest of the poor. And uh, he's a wonderful musician, um, put on concerts. So we work with him on a number of occasions, and so do the members of our At All Saints. They, in fact, they're just after coming back from a missionary trip uh, there, yes. Wow. Wow, and so it was a group from, from the Archdiocese or from oh, your there particular are several, parish? There are several parishes that go mm-hmm. down there, mm-hmm. uh, several parishes that go down there. This was just uh, our own parish that went down there. Yeah. Ah, so good. All right, thank <clears> you. <throat> okay, so we have another message. Um, Lisa and Ron love Monsignor Marin at, at All Saints and wish him well. So... Um, they're asking for prayers, for healing, for Ed, Alexandria, Peter, and Mark. So if we could pray for her- for prayers for healing for Ed, Alexandria, Peter, and Mark. And let us pray to Our Lady for this. Mm. Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with, with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so the other thing that I saw on your website, Monsignor, was the Elijah Cup ministry. And we had somebody talk about it earlier, but it's probably worth repeating. And it's where you have the chalice that travels from home to home to pray for vocations. That's right. And, um, you know, it was one of the requests that our Lord made when he says, pray that the harvest master may send workers into his harvest. Mm. Uh, So we know that if we're to have vocations to the priesthood, we can have all the programs we like. We can have uh, all sorts of strategies. However, the Lord gives us what is essential. And the essential aspect of having vocations is to pray for vocations. That's the essential aspect. And the Elijah Cup focuses on this in terms of vocations for the priesthood. We use the chalice uh, because uh, we remind ourselves at this time that the vocations we're praying for is for priesthood to offer sacrifice, the sacrifice of the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. So they take the chalice home with them and they pray for vocations. And maybe there may be someone in that family who would be inspired to answer the call to the priesthood. Yes. So it's, uh, and, and by doing this, uh, by inviting people to take the chalice with them, It also helps to make the parish at large aware of the importance of vocations uh, to the priesthood. 
And people should. I mean, it's a great vocation. Uh, people today, despite the scandals, should not be intimidated at all mm-hmm. uh, about uh, answering the call of the priesthood. Anyone can, everyone can live in the sunshine and think, but sometimes when there's difficulties and there's challenges ahead, uh, there's something to be said about mm. Uh, answering the call in times like this. There yes. really is. And I mean, this is what happened. I mean, uh, the church always had uh, <clears throat> had difficulties over the years. And we, we know some of the examples. I mean, uh, uh, the most popular example that people know about is Francis of Assisi, you know. And when the church was really in trouble and falling down, as it was like, and Francis of Assisi went on, and uh, but the reason he was successful was that there was people willing to follow him and back him up. Mm. And the same is true of Ignatius of Loyola. I mean, uh, when Ignatius of Loyola uh, got wounded in, uh, in a bit of a skirmish and uh, didn't have much to pass the time while he was in whatever hospital it was or whatever, and... Someone gave him uh, a book on the life of Jesus and the Bible, and it changed his life. And when he came out, he sort of became a type of a hermit, and there he wrote the uh, what we know today as uh, the Ignatian exercises, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and people are still using it and today. They, they do because, and you know, yeah. he had a great examination of conscience. Now, I always say the Jesuits sort of messed it up when they got hatted all the time, but mm-hmm. anyhow. They had a whole list of sins, but Ignatius just had two questions in terms of the examination of conscience. And the two questions was very important, and they were very simple, but they summarize all of our life. The first question was that, uh, and you become to in the evening when you'd examine your conscience, uh, and it says, where did you meet Jesus today uh, in your life? And the second question was, so you had to reflect on that for a while. And then the second question was, how did you respond to that meeting? And that summarizes the whole spiritual life. Where Jesus himself says, uh, we had the whole idea of the gospel of how we respond to people. Like uh, uh, yesterday was the gospel of the last judgment. When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, you welcomed you. And the great thing about that gospel was the sheep and the ghosts were both surprised. The, the people who did uh, minister to Jesus and the poor were surprised that it was Jesus that were they were ministering to. And the other people who ignored them, uh, they had just taken these people as part of the environment, never recognized their needs. So so this is very, very important uh, that uh, at different times, difficult times in the church, there were all those people who came out and began to bring the church. Another great example was uh, St. Teresa of Avila and John of the Cross working together. But the only reason that they were successful was because, not only because of their prayer life, but because people were willing to support them during these difficult times. And so uh, the church is always going to go through difficult times. And so we can support that by supporting Catholic Radio right now. Sure can. All right, let's do it. We should not be shy in this. 
we should not be shy at all about it. We we don't. Uh, we uh, I don't know why we are called all saints. I mean, we everyone all Catholics are sinners. I mean, that has. Uh, I don't think the degree if I call the church all sinners, but you know we are all sinners. You know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, but anyway, we call it because we want to invoke all saints to help us. I know that, but. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's very important for us uh, to recognize who we are and, uh, and that we're always trying to become saints. Hopefully we are anyhow. Yes. Yeah. All right. So it looks to me like we have taken about, um, well, I don't know how much of that match, um, but we would still love to be able to get this match. And uh, so we would love it if you would give us a call at uh, 678-688-4549. Larry, I think, has told us that they will give us um, up to $2,000. I'm sorry, it was Brendan said he would match up to $2,000 uh, for monthly donors. So if you call in at $30 a month, it becomes $360 uh, for your part, and then Brendan will give an additional $360. So basically you are doubling your money, but all you have to give is one installment, just one, and then continue giving for the next uh, 11 months. So 12 months total, and uh, it will be matched up to $2,000. We're also giving away the Mystic Monk Coffee gift cards, and um, the number to call is 678-688-4549, 678-688-4549. We're talking with Monsignor Hugh Marin. He's the pastor. I finally get it right at the end, right? I finally get it right. <laughs> ah, just fine all the time. Don't worry about it. Uh, and he is the pastor at All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody, and he has been giving us all kinds of really good information we only have a few more minutes left. Um, you know, maybe some people here are are thinking, you know, I know it's only been a few days at Lent, but I'm not really doing so good. A suggestion for how they can make this uh, a really good Lent. Oh, you know what? We're not going to be able to do that because I need to read messages to you. So um, we want to do that first. All right. So let's see. Monsignor, he is a true blessing to our parish and to the ministries he has brought to our parish. So does not have a name, but somebody called in on your behalf and said that you are a true blessing. Um, this person says, um, oh, wait, this, oh, I hear the phones ringing out there. Um, this person would like prayers for her children and her grandchildren. And uh, it's for uh, Jerry and I don't know if it's Tori or Tony. Tony. And uh, let's see, this person says, Father, Father brought her into the faith 41 years ago. And I'll show you her last name, um, but her first name is June. June Isaac. Yeah, we weren't going to say the last name, but he remembers you, June. June is, uh, June is a wonderful person. She has helped me all the time in all of my mission outreach programs. She is a real trooper. She really is. She is, uh, and so is her husband, Fred. They are really terrific people. They are, they are, they are uh, model Catholics and, and very humble and would probably say, why did you mention my last name? June, I'm 
proud and privileged to mention your last name. You're such a wonderful person. You really are. Because he loves you. He loves you. That's why. She is great. All right. So um, we also have a prayer request, and that's for an increase in the virtue of humility so we can be more generous. So we'll have that prayer request, and then uh, we also have, and then we'll get your blessing. So we'll do the prayer request and then your blessing. But the last thing that I want to say before we go to break is uh, there's a fish fry competition tomorrow on the air at six o'clock. It's between Knights of Columbus um, groups. um, What do you call it? Councils. Knights of Columbus Councils. And All Saints is competing. Oh, well, we win. We win. We always win. We (laughs) always win. So you don't, you vote by donating. So call in tomorrow at six o'clock for All Saints so that All Saints can win. And uh, so, woo, you get a, a shout out there in the very beginning. So I will kneel down if you can do that prayer request and then uh, your blessing and then we go to break. Yes. Well, uh, Mary is the, Our Lady is definitely the epitome of humility. So let us at this time uh, pray the prayer of St. Bernard when he says, Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, we fly into thee, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the world incarnate, despise not our prayers, but in your graciousness, hear and answer us. Amen. And now, dear lady, we ask you, as you came, Uh, to your son at the wedding feast of Cana when you found that they were in trouble. We ask you also to now come to your son and uh, implore him and ask him to answer the prayers which many people have called in for healing today and petition him to grant their requests. And we make our prayer, of course, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father and of the and Son did you and have of the Holy that? Spirit. Amen. Uh, I don't think. Oh no, kidding! Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. So we do get to ring the bell, but we need a camera in here, real quick. Okay, so we can go to break. So you mean I got to ring the you bell? Know, you get to ring it twice. You get to ring it twice. To ring it twice. Because we got a founder. And it put us over the $40,000 mark. So- oh, look at this guy here. Come here. Come here. Look at this guy here. Father Anton. All right. Look at this. We ring the bell. Now watch, ring- him, watch him again because here he goes again. He's going to ring it twice. This is the way the nuns used to call us for class. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you to that founder who uh, let let Monsignor ring the bell. I love it. Um, All right. So thank you for being here with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. And this is a wonderful program and it provides a wonderful opportunity for us to bring our Catholic uh, faith to the world, uh, to bring Christ to the world, because that's what our Catholic faith is all about bringing Jesus to each person individually and to the community at large. And uh, we thank all the members who support us, both voluntary and those with their financial pledges. Uh, It's uh, very essential, both of those, for this program to to do the work it is called to do. And so I want to thank all our sponsors. 
from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all very much. Thank Good. you, thank you, thank you. Short break, and we'll be right back with Father Bob Frederick, who's um, chaplain at Blessed Trinity High School, and also some teens. Be right back. <laughs> 